Welcome to Ed Leader with your host, Dr. Rob Jackson. Join Dr. Jackson for conversations and reflections on improving educational leadership from the classroom to the boardroom and beyond. Educational leadership is an ever-evolving opportunity to make a real and lasting difference in the lives of students, parents, and the community. And now, here's your host, Dr. Rob Jackson. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Ed Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Jackson, and I want to thank you for spending time with me today as I seek to add value to your work and to your professional and personal life through this podcast. The Ed Leader Podcast community continues to grow worldwide because of your kind words and positive ratings. If you have not, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on your favorite podcast player and share it with your network of colleagues and friends. Remember, you can find show notes, links to references that are cited during each episode, and find each of the previous regular episodes and the three special series that I've done at drrobjackson.com. A new school year is dawning, and there's no time to waste. Let's get to it. In my profession as an educator, I'm surrounded by incredibly caring people who want to make a difference. For years, as an icebreaker in a meeting, an introduction in a presentation, or as an interview question, I've asked the question, why do you want to be a teacher, a counselor, a principal, a superintendent, or an educator? For years, the universal answer has been and is, I want to make a difference. As I think about it, with few exceptions, I can say that my colleagues have each made or are making a profound difference. I can cite countless examples of former students who recount with love and wonder the difference an educator made in their life. I think of my own teachers and even the mentors I have had within the profession who have made a difference in my life. Mahatma Gandhi, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Mother Teresa, Sir Winston Churchill, the Reverend Billy Graham, and in our own state of North Carolina, Dr. Dudley Flood and Dr. Jean Cosby, who were charged with helping schools and communities with the task of bringing civility and goodwill to the school boards, teachers, administrators, parents, and most of all, the students in the early days of desegregation. They traveled the state bringing fragmented groups to the discussion table for solutions for schools. It was their wit and courage that diffused problems of great magnitude. They, like the well-known names I mentioned a moment ago, made a difference. I wonder, though, if any of those I mentioned have found themselves in moments like I have, in periods of self-doubt, periods where you wonder if you are making more than a difference in the moment, that you're actually making a lasting difference. Casting doubt aside and refusing to fall prey to negative self-talk, I search for examples of lasting difference among the tapestry of lives that have been woven together in my career that now spans decades and thousands of lives across dozens of communities. In that reflection, I pause in my rumination 
to consider the heroes among my mentors and the students I've taught early in my career who are now accomplishing their dreams. Among them are doctors, attorneys, teachers, bankers, investors, real estate agents, landscape artists, etc. Beyond career success, I witness them succeeding as friends, as spouses, and as parents. My own life bears witness to the lasting difference made by the public school teachers who taught and loved me as a child. My career, now in its latter stages, demonstrates the lasting difference made by the teachers and administrators who took me under their wings and nurtured me as a young teacher and later as a beginning administrator. Perhaps the success of my former students shows the paying-it-forward desire I have always had as an educator. Perhaps it's found in the instructional assistants I worked with who are now teachers, or the teachers I worked with who are now principals, or the principals I worked with who are now superintendents. Certainly, I can find positive examples of making a difference. What, then, can I find in these exemplars of differences made that might just be the keys to making a lasting difference? From my reflections, I believe that there are two key requirements to making a difference that lasts, intention and attention. At the start of a new adventure, a new career, a new school year, a new position, a new opportunity, or a new journey, it's important to be able to state in a clear manner the intention of the work. For example, a teacher might say at the beginning of a school year, this year I will help each of my students grow in their reading ability. At the highest level, this might be stated as a SMART goal. SMART is an acronym for a goal that is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. The teacher's goal of, this year I will help each of my students grow in their reading ability, might sound like, this school year I will help each of my students improve their reading proficiency by five percentage points on the state assessment, when written as a SMART goal. Writing goals down, whether personal or professional, forces an intentional consideration of what might be. Being intentional in purpose is not and should not just be limited to some typical metric of the work you do, like a reading assessment score for a teacher. We should also be just as intentional in creating and writing down goals for those things that are really important, like developing relationships. This year, I will really get to know my students or colleagues. I'm going to spend more time with my family. I'm going to be more involved with the community. Those goals, written as SMART goals, might sound like, this school year, I will really get to know my students by having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with each of them during the first week of school and at least every other week throughout the school year. Or, this year, I'm going to spend at least four more hours per week with my family by blocking out one weeknight and one weekend night each week for an activity with them. Or, this year, I'm going to be more involved in the community by joining and regularly attending a civic club and attending the monthly Chamber of Commerce Mixer. Reflecting on, stating out loud, and ideally writing down your intention as a SMART goal 
makes it more likely that you'll accomplish your goal or achieve your purpose. Intention increases focus and causes us to not be pulled from our goals by all of the distractions of life. Let me say that again. Intention increases focus and causes us to not be pulled from our goals by all of the distractions of life. Feeling good? Ready to change the world and make a difference? Well, not so fast. There's another equally important component. The intention to make a lasting difference or accomplish a goal is simply not enough. Intention fails if not accompanied by attention. The best laid plans are meaningless if attention is not paid to the intention or goal along the way. If my intention is to get to know my colleagues, I need to spend time with them regularly and routinely. I need to take the time to inquire about their family and interests. If my intention is around being more involved in the community, I need to regularly schedule events on my calendar. Failing to pay routine attention to the steps required to achieve the desired outcome ensures a failure to achieve. If my intention is to help students improve their reading proficiency, I have to daily accomplish the tasks that bring that to fruition. I cannot expect that a student will magically improve if I have not informally and formally assessed along the way, and most importantly, adjusted my instruction based on the results of those check-ins or assessments. In my classroom, in the days before smartphones, I kept checklists in my lesson plan book and notated every check-in while tracking a student's progress. I could quickly see who I had not spoken with recently. Today, technology makes this tracking much easier. However, if we fail to pay attention to electronic reminders, we will still fail to accomplish our goals. On a personal level, a particular goal of mine in the realm of self-care and exercise has been a testament to the power of intention and attention in my life. For years, I had paid lip service to wanting to be in shape or healthier, but I was not making any progress. It was not until 2012, challenged by my son Joshua, that I determined to actually do something, to begin to accomplish this goal of being healthier. I vowed to be more intentional. It was not easy. I struggled to run to the stop sign at the end of our road, less than half a mile away. I started to use mailboxes as goals. I can make it to the next mailbox. I can make it to the next one. After a slow first month with halting progress in terms of actually getting out of the door and running, I hit upon a strategy that would work for me, tracking my accomplishments and competing against myself, forcing me to pay attention to my intention to be in shape or healthier. I opened a new Excel worksheet and created a tracking chart for my exercise. For me, that means running and riding my bike. I set a goal for the miles I would run and ride that year with a plan to record each month what I accomplished. Using the Map My Run application on my phone, I began to track every run and ride. Each week, I opened the Excel chart and updated my progress. The Excel chart is now a Google Sheet that shows line graphs and bar graphs of 11 years of progress. 
I compare month to month trying to set new records for that month of the year. I accept that I will log more miles during the spring and summer and less when cold weather appears, but I keep going. For the record, some years are better than others. I accept that I may have short-term setbacks, but I also know that I am making long-term progress because I pay attention to it. Professionally, as a principal, I wanted to be in classrooms more. It was a heartfelt goal. It was in my professional development plan. But seemingly, year after year, I was failing to accomplish the simple-seeming goal of being in classrooms more. It was just too easy to be trapped by the urgent, like a leaky toilet or a phone call to return, and miss out on the important work of being in classrooms where the real work was happening. It was not until I finally had the aha moment of creating a SMART goal with an actual number of classroom visits per week. The addition of a communal tracking sheet with my assistant principals so we all held each other accountable to this important goal and most importantly, actually blocking out the time on my calendar. For superintendents and district leaders, this applies equally to visiting schools. How many times are you actually in each of the schools in your district? Do you track this or have a placeholder in your weekly calendar for school visits? If your goal is being in schools, try placing time in your calendar right now before the school year begins to make this happen. I know that without the intention at the outset and the attention throughout, I would still be simply talking about what I'd like to accomplish instead of actually making a difference in my health and well-being or actually being in classrooms or schools more. Intention and attention, powerful tools for any leader, most especially ed leaders on the cusp of a brand new school year. In the end, Only time will tell if we have each made a lasting difference. But I just cannot imagine that we have a hope of accomplishing that lofty goal without intention and attention. I hope that you've enjoyed our time together. I am interested in your thoughts. Please keep sharing your feedback on Twitter at Dr. underscore Rob underscore Jackson. Yes, Twitter's now called X. So keep sharing your feedback on X at Dr. Underscore Rob Underscore Jackson through email or by commenting directly on the show notes page. If you think it has been helpful, please share this episode and podcast with your network of friends and colleagues. Thank you for spending time with me today. And thank you for all that you do for every student, every teacher, and every staff member. You are making a difference. If no one else has told you, I want you to know that I believe in you. Good day. Thank you for listening to the Ed Leader Podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast and consider leaving a review with five stars on Apple Podcasts so that we may continue to grow the Ed Leader community. We hope that you have enjoyed your time with Dr. Jackson. Until next time.